Teamwork is the ability to work together toward a common vision, the ability to direct individual accomplishment toward organizational objectives. It is the fuel that allows common people to attain uncommon results. Andrew Carnegie What is the language of leadership? It is the skills, traits, lessons learned, communications, and inspirations of leaders. The Language of Leadership podcast will help you develop the successful tools renowned leaders have discovered and have used effectively, sharing with you how to be the leader you desire to be and the leader your team will desire to follow. Now, here is your host, Chuck Marting. Today's leadership interview is with Cliff Ravenscraft. Cliff is a life transformation expert, available as a business mentor and a professional coach and motivational speaker. In November of 2015, Cliff made a commitment to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of his life. In December of 2017, he made a decision to give up all sugar for the rest of his life. As a result, he burned off over 100 pounds of body fat and built well over 20 pounds of pure muscle mass. Cliff has learned what is necessary to create change that lasts in mindset and human behavior and applied it to every area of his life. In January 2008, Cliff left an extremely lucrative career as an independent insurance agent in a family-run insurance agency that was started by his grandfather in 1937. He was the next in line to take over the agency from his father. Over the next decade, he built an online business where he became the world's leading authority on podcasting. Cliff is personally responsible for training more than 40,000 people on the successful launch of their podcast. In September of 2017, Cliff made a decision to shut down 100% of all income streams from a half million dollar per year business so that he could focus all of his work time, effort, and energy and what he felt most passionate about doing in the world. Today, Cliff is now experiencing greater fulfillment and profitability than he ever dreamed imaginable. Professionally, Cliff coaches others where he has the incredible honor of going on a journey with his clients as they create the life of their dreams. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Language of Leadership. I'm your host, Chuck Marting, and I am here with a man that I have uh, great respect and admiration for that has been uh, inspirational to me in my journey as a leader. And I am honored to have Mr. Cliff Ravenscraft here with us. Cliff, thank you for being here. Chuck, I am super excited to be here and I'm honored to be on your podcast. Well, and, and what people probably don't know is that I probably wouldn't be doing podcasting if it wasn't for you and your uh, motivation for me to just do it. I like that you called it motivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, that was a that was a fu- that was a fun conversation. Yeah, it was uh, it was a reality check. It was really for me. Um, I haven't talked about that on this on this podcast, but I'm I'm not scared to share that with anybody. But um, the first time I had met you was at a conference in. Uh, Franklin, uh, back in, uh, yeah, Na- in, well, it was Nashville. And we went to uh, Ray Edwards, his uh, copywriting, copywriting Academy, Academy Live. And you were there. And I had been following you for a while. And I really 
liked a lot of the things that I heard on your podcast and some of the things that you did. And I had mentioned to Stacy that you're one of the people that I wanted to meet. And you just had a, a gaggle of people around you. Every time I went out, there was just so many people that were engaged with you. And so the last time I walked out there and, and you just had a lot of people there. And I told Stacy, I said, ah, I'll just get with him some other time. And she just grabbed me by the hand and said, no, you're going to meet Cliff. And we went and stood in line. And uh, next thing I know, she's telling you about how I've been putting off doing a podcast for almost a year and a half, two years, and what your advice would be. And that's how we first started our conversation. It, it was it was a fun conversation. I remember it as if it just happened yesterday. I remember exactly where you and Stacy each were standing and and, and stuff like that. And I said, do, I said, let me ask you this. Do you really want to do this podcast? Because if, if you really want to do this podcast and you want my advice on how to get started and overcome any of the obstacles of the procrastination, I said, I'll tell you what, you got to tell me you're serious because after this conversation, you will not be able to not put out this podcast. And all I did was I, I used um, some techniques that I learned from Tony Robbins called getting leverage. So I just asked you a series of questions to get at the heart of what really motivates you already. Who are you as a person? What, what's most important about life? Uh, what are some of the most life and death situations you've ever faced or experienced? And once I figured out what your values were, just through a series of questions, I then tied all of that to... I basically said, you not creating a podcast means this. And I made that feel incredibly, unbearably painful for you. And you went home and created a podcast. Yeah, you uh, you, you made an impact that I wasn't expecting. Let's put it yeah. that way. Um, which also led to one of the reasons why I'm, I've asked for you to be on the podcast is that I had, I had read about... Um, coaching and masterminds through Think and Grow Rich. And I had told Stacy before we had even went to that, that one of the things that I wanted to do was that I felt it was important on my leadership journey um, to become a member of a mastermind because of all the leaders and uh, people that I had read that had done that and the success they'd had because of that. And then I after having that experience with you that you just talked about, I sought you out the next day about a mastermind. And I didn't know at that time that you had a mastermind and you said, well, I've got one. And I applied for it right then and there and got it to you. And I, I had joined the next level mastermind and I can tell you as a new leader, the power that that group had. And I think you is the leader of this having seen me at the beginning and then where I went with it, how it changed me. I think that that knowledge and that experience is something that I have to have you share with other people, how that can impact leaders and, and make them better leaders, especially right now with uh, everything that we've experienced with COVID. We have leaders that I've come across and I'm sure that you have that are going either back into the workplace or they're just starting into the workplace. And it's a different environment now, a different way of dealing with people. You have some people that want to work from home. You have other people that are there. You have people that are making demands of leaders now. Um, leaders are having to show their worth more now than they ever did before. 
because of some of the entitlement that some of the teams have come to saying, you know, this is what I want to do. And what are you going to do about it type of thing? And I don't know in your experience, Cliff, if you've seen too many leaders that they get put in that position, they like go, so here's the manual. This is how you become a leader. This is how you teach people. I didn't experience that, but I got that from my involvement with you and the mastermind. So could you touch on that a little bit? Sure. So the idea is, you know, how does one expand as a leader? And I don't think there is a manual for this. I wish there were. But uh, the thing is, is it's a unique journey for each individual person. And and I think that's what you found valuable through your experience. There wasn't a cookie cutter thing. It's like, you know, there is no one program, one framework that that really speaks to Chuck Marting. There, you know, Chuck's a unique individual with unique passions, unique beliefs, unique experiences of life. And uh, there, there's just no one book that has all of your all your strengths, all of your weaknesses all figured out in a customized plan on how to make you an effective leader. There, no book can do that. But meeting together with a group of like-minded people who uh, are living life at the level that you're committed to living to as a leader, you want to consistently grow, never ending personal and professional growth is a desire. You put yourself in a group like that where everyone is committed to your success and where every other group and you are committed to the success of every other person in that group some really interesting things happen. In this group, people start to share what they believe, what their experiences are. So uh, there have been a number of times in our mastermind group, you were in the group for four years, is that right? Three years, three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. So you were in the group for three years. So over the three years, you will easily recall there were times when somebody else was coming in. We'll, We'll take you and I out of the Uh, out of the equation, but somebody else (laughs) comes to a hot seat because this is how mastermind groups work, right? And somebody comes to the group and they say, oh my gosh, the sky has fallen. This incredibly terrible experience has just befallen me. And this is how I blew up. This is how angry and upset I am. And, you know, I I just don't see any way around this. And I just want to come here and vent and, and get some, you know, oh, it's going to be okay kind of Vibes because that's my experience of life. Whereas in a group like this, they're like, Whoa, wait a second. Number one, let's talk about is the sky really falling? Is this really the worst thing that could happen? Did you, did, did people really make you angry? Um, and all we're doing is asking questions. Is it true that there's nothing you can do? Is there, is there, is there a different way of seeing this? And it's like, Oh, wait a second. See, what I'm talking about here is that, and it goes to this Jim Rohn quote. Uh, Jim Rohn was a motivational speaker, personal and professional development guy. And he was known to have said, um, you are the average of the five people you spent most time with. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins was one of his students, by the way. And I think most people recognize the name Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins says this. He says, your life will be the direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group. So outside of the mastermind, it, it's the typical kind of 
culture that we live in, when you've had a really bad day and you want to really just kind of unwind and release some of that pressure and just get a, it's going to be okay, pat on the back from some friends. That's typically what we've got through life. And it's been reinforced that this is the way we do things that, you know, we, we it's, that's what friendship is all about, you know? And in a mastermind group, they're like, wait a second, you know, it, it it's okay if you want to have that attitude and that perspective of life, but is there another way of seeing this? Can we can we step back from the emotions of this? Can we step back from our personal story? And is it possible to see this from a different perspective? And just questioning that belief system, questioning that way of thinking, questioning those responses. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, okay, so maybe. And then by the end of the meeting, all of the emotion has been discharged from the situation. It's like, okay, well, maybe you guys are right. Chuck, how many times have you witnessed that in three years where somebody comes in with this and they're, and by the end of the meeting, it's like, oh my gosh, I have some hope. I've got some ideas of like two or three different things I could do. Um, and this, oh my gosh, I, there's a way forward. I did. And I think there's something else that... Uh that I learned was that in a mastermind, if you think you're going to come in and sugarcoat something, when these guys start to know who you are, you've got another thing coming because you're going to get called out. I mean, there was a couple of times that I I've been called out because I said something and you're like, you're full of crap. There's something more that you're not saying. And you know, it, it gets uncomfortable, but this is the perspective that a leader needs from, and, and lack of better terms, an executive board that you're coming to, that these people have a, they have an impact in your life and an involvement in it. And they get to know you pretty intimately and where there's nothing, nothing held back. And you need that sometimes as a leader for somebody to come to you and say, no, 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 no. We're not going down that road. This is what you're missing. So you're right. There's, there's, there's power in this group. There's power in what's going on in there. There is. And the, you were, you said something is where does the leader turn to for this kind of feedback? And that's what we're looking at. I want honest, I want honest feedback and I do want, I actually want critique and mm -hmm. you might even use the phrase and, and modify that too. I, I do want criticism. I want constructive criticism and critique of how I'm experiencing this situation, what I'm actually doing as a leader. And But here's the interesting thing. I want to do it where the people are speaking authentically and honestly. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that they're speaking from experience, not just some made up kind of mumbo jumbo. They're actually speaking from their own experience. I want to actually receive this criticism, this constructive feedback from people who love me and who are committed to my success and have no ulterior motives. This is why, and, and many times when we think about leaders, you know, you're not going to be able to get this constructive feedback without any ties to the outcomes from those you report to as a leader, the people who are under your leadership. Um, you're not going to get it from probably your spouse because your spouse, you know, th there's, there's other things that are at stake in that relationship. And even if you're if you're a leader that actually reports to somebody up higher up in your organization, you may not go to them 
with some of the more hidden beliefs and feelings and emotions that you're dealing with because you need to protect some sort of rapport or um, your image, your image. Yeah, whatever that is. And, and all of that's normal. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there, we, we all have roles to play and, and we want to make sure that we are putting out the right image for all of the people we interact with to make that interact and work well together. And so what happens in a mastermind group is this is a group of people that have no direct tie to whether or not you find, follow their advice or not. So in a mastermind group, we, you, we got so-and-so in the group here and he's got this. All we're committed to is helping this guy succeed in life, personally and professionally, and maybe in some gr- in instances, even spiritually. So we, we are genuinely concerned for the success of this individual. That's the only thing that's at our heart. If he takes our advice, or she, because we've got women in our groups as well, mm-hmm. if they take our advice, great. If they don't take our advice, it's going to just be more valuable learning lessons. Eventually, one way or another, they'll learn the the important life principles here, but at least we're going to open up the idea that, that you need to be activating your reticular activating system so that you can be aware that there's something going on beyond what you're currently focused on. And so, yeah, yeah that's the power here is is that fact that there is this group of people who love you, who are committed to your success, who can speak authentically and sometimes very directly into your life, but all always and never without love being at the center of it. Yeah. You know, there was a there was a quote, and I don't even know if you remember saying this because I had to go back and look at it. And it was it came from Rich Litvin, um, the author of the Prosperous Coach. And what I thought was interesting is is that you broke it down so we'd understand it, but I, I had wrote it down. I had to go find it because I remembered it and I wanted to. So, but, but what that quote was that's just stuck with me that I had to write down, Cliff, was when a leader sees the world differently, they show up differently and they create results that looked impossible a moment before. That's where the miracle's at. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Um, Cause I remember going into uh, the mastermind and, and having something that was really weighing me down mm-hmm. and then presenting it and having everybody else's perspective. It's that being inside the bottle and not being able to read the label on the outside. And that quote was so powerful because it's true. You know, what I thought was impossible an hour before this meeting, I'm now walking out going, man, I can do this. Now I know how to do this where I didn't know before. Yeah, I'll I'll never forget my first experience of that. I'm in a mastermind group called the Green Room Mastermind. Uh, the folks that are in that is Pat Flynn from smartpassiveincome.com, Leslie Samuel from Become a Blogger and the biology stuff that he does on YouTube. Michael Stelzner from Social Media Marketing World, Ray Edwards, copywriter extraordinary, <laughs> extraordinaire, and uh, Mark Mason from Texas Instruments, and also late night internet marketing. So I've been meeting with these guys every week since October 2010, Chuck. Wow. Holy it was, cow, man. It was in November. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was in, yeah, November 2011, I believe. 
I went to the mastermind group and said, guys, I've been invited to go speak on a cruise with Dan Miller, Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love. Now, the thing is, though, is I have to pay for my own ticket to get there. And Stephanie, and it's a Valentine's Day cruise. Now, here's the situation. I need to come up with a lot of money because Stephanie does not want to hire childcare for our three children. And um, I, I'm sitting here looking at all of the expenses to all of this. And I just don't know how I'm going to pull this off. So I called up Dan and I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that I called him. And I said, my wife suggested that I go on this cruise alone because she doesn't want to come without the children. And when I think about the cost right now, when it comes to, you know, taking all five of us to Florida, then on a seven day cruise, that's a bit more than I had bargained for. What do you think if I come alone? He told me, I could, he said, I think that's a terrible idea, Cliff. <laughs> this is a this is happening over the week of Valentine's Day. I don't think that's going to reflect well on the story Not of your good. brand. <laughs> and I said, you know what, Dan? No worries. I will be there with my wife. And if it's okay with you, I'm bringing all three of my kids. I'll see you in February. <laughs> Problem is, I have no idea how I'm going to pull this off. I did the math. I needed $16,000 above and beyond what I was currently generating because I was making all of my money from one-on-one coaching at the time. And I I think at the time I was making about $300 an hour. And so for me not to do coaching for seven days plus two days before the cruise and two days after the cruise, (laughs) that's a lot of lost income. And, and And I had very little other streams of income. So I went to my mastermind group and I said, guys, here's the situation. I've got about three months, December, January, February. I got three months to come up with a method of generating $16,000 above and beyond what I normally would make over the next three months because I need those that money already. I need this by this date so that that $16,000 will cover everything else that, that is related to this cost. That's the cost of five, a family of five going on the cruise, the travel for a family of five, the days off of work of, you know, that's a total of 10 days with no income producing one-on-one coaching. $16,000 is what I need. How on earth do I do this? Because I, I'm already maxed out how many hours I'm coaching. I can't, I can't double or triple the amount of hours I'm coaching. And it just, just, have you thought about doing a four week, like uh, group coaching program? And what if, what if you just had 20 people go through a four week coaching program where each person paid $800? And I'm like, how would I do that? Well, here, here's something. And Pat said, here's a program that I was doing and a couple hot seats back, you guys helped me figure out the right webinar solution and you helped me figure out the right forum solution. The thing is, is I've got this entire thing mapped out. I even uh, hired an artist to create the weekly course outlines and everything. Turns out that something happened with the guy that I was partnering with, and we decided to just toss it to the side. Hey, Cliff, how about I give you all of my resources and all my research? I, I can tell you, here's the platform you should use for your weekly group coaching calls on Fridays. Here's the um, discussion forum you should use. And here's the course outline that I had designed in this format over here. Just take my logo out, put your logo in, take my course so- course assignments out and put your course assignments in. Just do that and go create a sales page and start selling this thing. In one hour, I had the entire solution to what I needed. And on the day we left for that cruise, 
I had made $16,000. That's incredible. That's incredible. Oh, by the way, I had never done group coaching prior to that. I had only done one-on-one. I then stopped for the time I had stopped doing all one-on-one podcast coaching back in the day. And I only did podcasting A to Z. I started doing that four times a year, 20 students per thing. However, after the second one, I took the rate from $800 to $2,000 a student. So I made $40,000 each month. And I did it four times a year, podcasting A to Z. And then when it came time to build our house, we just bumped it up to six out of the year. I took the limit of 20 students off, uh, made somewhere between 60 to $80,000 every other month and built an entire house from the, all the extra income. That podcasting A to Z course has generated well over $1 million in revenue, all because I needed $16,000 and had no idea how I was going to come up with it. So that's the power of, of going to a group like that and having those leaders help you in accomplishing what you thought wasn't possible at first. They showed you that very much so it was possible and you achieved it. Yeah. And, and here's what I want people to hear, because I don't want you to think that I was just handed everything that was necessary. No. Really, all that was necessary was the thought of doing a group coaching. Why don't you get 20 people to pay you $800? That's your 16000 Boom. We got that solved. What are you going to give them in return for sixteen for their for their $800 investment? A four-week group co- coaching program. By the way, here's the thing. You could actually give video tutorial assignments a couple each week and give them access to ask you questions throughout the week. And then at the end of each week, for four weeks, you do a, a, a group coaching call. Now, if I had nothing other than those ideas... I could have still created everything I created. It was just a bonus that I didn't have to think about what discussion forum to use, what software solution to use for my webinars. And I didn't have to go out and create my own beautified uh, weekly course outline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you have, you have leaders that are, that are new, that are put in these positions that may feel that they have an impassable task like what you just said. They have, they have something that the company has told them, you need to reach this point with this group of people. And now they're trying to figure it out. How, how do they go to a mastermind to accomplish those things? Do you just go in and start talking to the mastermind about this is what the issue is? This is what, the, what, the, what perspective I have? Um, how does that play out in a mastermind? So people understand that. Cause I'm, I've just come to you with my problem. I, yep. I obviously don't feel comfortable enough going to my team yet because I don't want them to know that I don't know what to do because I'm their leader. Yep. So, so I'm coming to you as a group of leaders saying, all right, here it is. So can you kind of lay out how that would work so that I would be able to go back to my team and, and implement this? and be able to accomplish the things that we're wanting to accomplish. Absolutely. And I can even give you a movie illustration to support it. Awesome. So 
the scenario here, the problem that you're facing is you just said it. I don't want to go to my team or my whatever leadership and tell them I don't know how to do this. But the reality is, is I don't know how to do this. What I just told you, I have no idea. I have no ideas coming to me. I have no inspiration, no thoughts of how I can come up with $16,000. That's why I'm here to ask you this, right? So I had no understanding of how this would be possible. I just... Mm -hmm. I just know that I committed to it and I know that I'm going to do it, but I don't have any of the ideas. Uh, so um, that that's the scenario. Now, what happens is if you, what was the movie about the moon mission? Was it Apollo? Apollo was Apollo 13? Apollo 13, yes. So there was this place where they had um, an issue in the movie. It's shown beautifully that just the story of how this happens. You've got three guys that are in this lunar module, which, which was only designed for two people. And the reason why is because the, the main uh, ship where they were, the carbon dioxide thing, you know, was messed up or what there, there was some kind of it actually no it wasn't the carbon there was something happened and they had to all put all three of them into this this module it but it was only designed to be able to take out enough carbon dioxide for two human beings but there are three in there now the the situation was they were able to get the carbon monoxide filters or scrubbers or whatever from the main unit but the the interface was different because they're two different units. So they have filters that would work, but they're not designed to fit the module that these three men are in. Mm -hmm. So nobody, nobody there has an idea all in their own way of thinking with what study materials they've studied, what little side projects they've been working on in the workshop at home and all this other stuff. Everybody's got their own limitation of their own experience, their own education, their own skills and areas of expertise and all this other stuff. So each individual engineer at NASA is limited to their own insight on their own. But what happens if you watch Apollo 13, what they did is they gathered all of those engineers from NASA, put them in a room, and there's this table in, the, in this room. And then all of a sudden, this, the scene opens up. A guy walks in with a box. And he says, guys, this is the problem. We have, we have three men in a unit designed for two, not enough carbon dioxide being taken out. We do have extra carbon di dioxide or whatever filters but they're from this unit. So I need you guys, you got one hour to figure out how to put a square peg in a round hole. And by the way, everything that these guys have accessible to them as far as tools is in this little box and they dumped it out. Now, figure it out and then I need you to show me how to teach them how to do it. So basically these guys were in this room and that was the presentation. So now here's the presented problem. We have this problem. This is what's going on. These are the challenges. These are the seeming limitations, all of this stuff. Here's the desired outcome that I want. Now go to town and see if you guys can work together. And so one guy says, hey, what about if we do this? And this guy says, no, I don't think that'll work. But that gets me thinking about, have you thought about also adding this? Well, wait a second. If we do that and this and then do this and be, and so all of these guys together 
are able to come up to a plan. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, based upon everything that they have available that was on this table that poured out in front of us, here are step-by-step instructions that's going to save their life. That's, that's what happens in the mastermind group. So in essence, I have a problem. I go to the group and I just talk for about 5, 10, 15 minutes and say, hey, here is all the background detail about the obstacle or challenge that I'm currently facing. Here's my desired outcome. Here's my current perception of what's possible. And here's my current perception of all of the obstacles that stand in my way. Now what happens is I stop and ask, does anybody have any clarifying questions or does anybody have any wisdom or advice to share with me? And then people are asking some more questions. Well, have you thought about this? And hey, can you clarify, is this actually available to you or is this available to you? And, and then all of a sudden the people go to town. And what happens is the power of the mastermind, it's even a biblical principle, wherever two or more are gathered, in the spirit of perfect harmony, or quote unquote, in my name, there I am in their midst. Mm. And anything they ask for will be given to them. And so, Chuck, I know that I can say this to you, and, and I know that I'm, I'm, I'm outing myself as a little woo-woo here in your podcast, but did you or did you not see over the course of three years in the Next Level Mastermind some very metaphysical insights come in? It's like, how did we go from here to here in one meeting. That's the beautiful thing about this is experiencing that and even knowing that that could even happen. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know the power of this and why it has been so powerful for other men. That's why almost every successful leader that you've ever come across. And I know that you've coached a lot of successful leaders, some that you probably can't even divulge because of confidentiality, but I know that each one of them has seen the power that belonging to a group like this brings and has led to their success and more. Yeah. And even if we take away the metaphysical, what happens when minds come together in a spirit of perfect harmony, uh, Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich says there is a mastermind that then you tap into that is, that is beyond the individual minds that are included in the, in the group. So, and again, that is a very metaphysical kind of like woo-woo thing, but it's a real thing. <laughs> but even if, even if you're not into that, here are the other things that you get. In a mastermind group, you have every single person in the group, if you're in the right group, is reading books, go, uh, taking courses, going to conferences, working with coaches. So they're consistently increasing their education all the time. They're learning new things, listening to podcasts. I mean, they're just constantly learning new stuff. Now, if there are six people in your group and you're one of six, the other five people, I can promise you there's no way you could read all of the books that all other five people in the groups are reading, in the group are reading. So those are insights those people have that you currently don't have access to because you haven't yet read all of those books and you may never read all of those books. <laughs> yeah. But you come to the group and you share this thing. It's like, oh my gosh, I just read this in a book last week. Or, hey, I've got a book that I read a couple of years ago that talks about this. And here's, here's just the one insight from that book you need to know. 
let me read this to you. And, I, and they pull up the, the quote that's highlighted and bookmarked and they just <laughs> read it to you. And then all of a sudden light bulb goes off. You have no need to read that book. You don't have to spend the 12 or 14 hours to read the whole book. In four minutes, you have the deepest, most profound shift in the way that you see the world from that one book that you have never read and might never read. Wow. That's You have access, unlimited access to all of the education of every other member in the group. But also, it's not just their education. It's their experience. Everything they've ever done, personally or professionally, as a hobby or whatever. So, for example, you might come to me and say, hey, Cliff, I, I'm trying to figure out how could I do this? And it's a very geeky technical software thing. And it's like, oh, gosh, dude, all you need is this PHP code. In fact, I spent probably about seven hours on that three years ago to solve that pesky <laughs> thing. And you know what? I actually have a text expander where it's here. I'll tell you what. I'm going to send you an email. And I just, I'm just going to type this in. Boom, boom, boom. Here's 17 lines of code. You just copy this and paste it into this file. Problem solved. That's experience. Well, and, and it, it's powerful because there's been many times that um, I've come to the group or it, I've come to you or somebody else. And what was really neat was these guys are thinking about what you just brought into that meeting and what your issue is and what your problem is was perceived to be and i might we used voxer and there's some people who use whatsapp i get a voxer message hey chuck i was just thinking about this try this or chuck just checking in on you did you follow through with what we talked about those little things of encouragement throughout the week after i just brought something to you means so much to somebody who is trying to go into a new area or try something new. It gives them the confidence that not only that I can do it, but I got people that are supporting me that if I can't get it done, I can call them real quick. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they'll, because they have this experience, like what would take you all afternoon to figure out, Hey, why don't we just get on a zoom call, share screen, and I'll walk you through it. I'll, I'll, I'll just like, okay, click that, click that. Okay, scroll up, scroll up, click that little button there. Yep, boom. Now all you have to do is drag that over. Boom, hit save, you're done. And yeah. that literally takes 10 minutes for me or some, maybe somebody else in the group. And that, it, it, by the way, when I first learned that, it was about three to five or maybe even two or three days of research on how to do that. I think the proof is in the pudding, especially when you're just talking a little bit ago about how long, 12 years in a mastermind with the same group of key guys that meet every week. Every Just, week for 12 years. And how much impact has that had not only in your life, but in the lives of those guys in that room? Uh, it, it's, it, it cannot be measured. This is what Napoleon Hill says about mastermind groups, your participation in a mastermind group in Think and Grow Rich. He says, in a healthy mastermind group alliance where everyone is in a spirit of perfect harmony, where each one is committed to the success of every other person in the group. He says, you will, not you may, you will accomplish more in one year in a healthy mastermind group alliance than you could dream of experiencing in a lifetime on your own. And I think that's powerful with a lot of people with the great resignation of things, people 
looking at doing new things and, and trying new things. You don't necessarily need a new degree or having to go, and not that I'm discounting any of that stuff, but the education and, and the experience that I have, I don't think I could put a price on or a degree to. It was that, that powerful for me in my experience. Yeah. I'll give you a perfect example of this. What if, what if I decided to, uh, what if I decided to create a local gathering of people and stuff like that? And I wanted to do something that is absolutely going to impress the socks off of people when it comes to one of my hosted barbecues. I have absolutely, I've never owned a smoker. I've never touched a smoker. I know nothing about smoking. I know nothing about anything. But here's what I know. I, I never intend to ever read a book about smoking meats. I never intend to take a course on smoking meats. I never intend to go to a conference on meat smoking. I don't even plan to watch a single YouTube video on how to smoke meats. But here's what I can guarantee you. I could start a little uh, community gathering and next summer or even next month, you know what? How about a, for a fall bash? I'm going to host a pig roast, and 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 we're going to have uh, roasted pig, but we're also going to have um, brisket, and we're going to have barbecue chicken, and it will be the absolute best roasted pig, brisket, and barbecue chicken you've ever had in your life. I guarantee it. Now, could I pull that off next month, Chuck? I could. Because all I have to do is talk to my friend Chuck. And Chuck's going to say, go buy this smoker. And Chuck's going to say, go buy this fuel for your smoker. Now, here's what you're going to do. You're going to wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're going you're gonna to put this fuel source in. You're going to get it started. Around 4.30 in the morning, you're going to stoke that up a little bit. You're going to add this much more fuel, and then you're going to set the thing to this setting, and you're going to open up the damper this much. Then, Cliff, you're going to, you will have already prepared uh, and soaked your meat in this brining or whatever the thing is, and here's your formula for your thing. Dude, you would have given it uh, in. In one or two hours, you could give me step-by-step instructions. The first time I've ever operated a smoker, I could blow everyone's mind. I could do that, couldn't I? Why? Yes, you could. Because I have access to Chuck Marty. Now you're diming me off. I'm going to have to do a barbecue episode. So (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was smiling when you started doing that. I knew where you were going. So see the thing is, is I don't need I don't need to go get a degree. I don't need to get certified. I don't need to start competitions. All I need is my friend. I need I just need an hour to two hours of Chuck Martin's time and and attention, and I just need to make sure that I am documenting step by step everything Chuck would do if he was preparing for his next competition. Yeah, I mean that you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So why, why should, and, and I, I will, I will rag on education a little bit. Why would I spend, why would I invest weeks and weeks or months and months or years and years in another degree when I could just tap into all of that from my friend Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the most powerful thing that leaders today need to understand. There are people like yourself, there are people like Dan Miller, there's people 
you know, uh, that are out there that have put these programs together, that have put their experiences together to help people get to that level that they want to be at when it comes to this. And so when you have somebody that says, oh, you're going to have to go and do this and this, okay, not necessarily. You know, if you have a college class that's over here and they're saying you can do this in four years, like you're saying, why spend four years doing something like this when I can spend two hours over here? Yeah. You know? I don't need I don't need to be an expert, credible source on this. I just need to get I, I need I need a, an awesome tasting yeah. pork roast. Uh, I need an awesome tasting brisket and some awesome tasting chicken for one event. And I have access to the, the king of this stuff. Yeah, I'm so, a flight away. <laughs> exactly. And so and, oh, I, and I could just bring you in. Yeah. So so check this out. So what we just talked about is we talked about the education that I have yeah. access to in a mastermind group, the experience of everyone else in the mastermind group. But yeah. also there's the resources, you know, like, for example, um, I have a friend named Leslie Samuel. He's in the Green Room Mastermind. And back in the day when I was doing my podcasting A to Z, I wanted to, I was thinking about putting it, this is before we had all the learning management systems like Thinkific and Kajabi and, and all the other Coursera software that makes it easy to put online courses into software. So w back in the day, we were all hand coding this stuff into WordPress. <laughs> and I had, I had one of the ugliest setups you could possibly imagine. It worked, it was functional, it was incredibly profitable, and I served my clients incredibly well. But my friend, Leslie Samuel, he had this beautiful looking membership program. And I mean, it was gorgeous. And he was showing me, he says, hey, Cliff, why don't you do this? It, it, and I said, yeah, I just do not have the time, my friend. That's, that I, I know I have the skill set to do that. It's just not a priority. He goes, you know what? I have a virtual assistant that I pay 40 hours a week. I'm currently only using her for probably 15 to 20 hours a week. She's got a half a week every week that I am paying her for that she has nothing to do. I want to, I want to give you 20 hours a week of my virtual assistant at no charge. She is going to work for you for the next several weeks to design the, all of the layout and fix everything and make it beautiful. That's what we call shared resources. Mm. So, it's, and you, and I can tell you story and story and story of where people is like, you know what? Uh, hey, you, it seems to me like you want to have some transcripts of those 15 video files from your course. Uh, yeah. It's like, so I'll tell you what, I have an access to an auto program. And if you don't want to go get a subscription to it, why don't you just Dropbox the files and I will run them through Otter and I'll download the PDFs or Word documents or text documents, however you want it. And I'll transcribe them all for you and put all those transcripts right into the, into the Dropbox for you. Boom. That's done. You don't even have to go figure out how to do transcription service, anything. It's like, that's, that's just what mastermind members do. It's like, dude, if you just put them in this Dropbox folder, It'd take me five minutes and tomorrow morning you'll have transcripts for all 15 of your videos for your course. Wow. That's shared resources. That, but it's not just education. It's not just experience. It's not just resources. By the way, also skills, talents, and abilities. Yeah. So there are some things, Chuck, that you and I, we're just not going to figure out. 
you know, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be playing guitar anytime soon. I'm certainly not going to be singing on key anytime soon. <laughs> there are some talents that I don't have, but you know what? And, and of course I'm using things, but related to business, there's some talents I don't have. Copywriting is something that I'm competent in, right? Competent. That means I can get by, I can put together a sales page. And I can tell you, I, here, here's where it comes to talent. This isn't just education and experience. This is a gift, a talent. You ever heard of a guy named Ray Edwards? We talked about him earlier. Oh, he, yeah. is, he is a copywriting expert. He happens He's to be in the guru. Green Room Mastermind. Yeah. So I'll never forget the day. I'm like, hey, what do you think about my sales page? He goes, Cliff, it's pretty decent. I said, how would you change it? He says, well, let's schedule a call. So we get on a call. And we rewrite the entire sales page in a single one-hour call. And of course, I recorded it. And everything he said to put in there and swap, swipe out and change and reorder and delete all of this, I did every single thing he said. By the end of it, I had a $50,000 copy, professional copywritten sales page, by the way, that then generated over a million dollars. So um, all of that, that's, that's just access to his gift, his talent, his skill. So shared experiences, shared educations, shared skills, talents, and abilities, shared resources. But what about shared influence? Yeah. It's like, hey, do you know anybody that I could talk to? Is there anybody, is there anything that you can think of that will help me get the word out about this? Well, gosh, I happen to be connected with so-and-so, and he happens to have a passion for helping people with this. I can help you maybe get you listed as a guest on his podcast. Wow. Well, now you just got access to another 150,000 people you didn't have access to before you asked that call <laughs> because I have access to that influence. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I invite you onto my podcast. Here I am on Chuck's podcast. So mastermind groups are incredibly powerful. <laughs> yes, they are. Cliff, I know that uh, we've taken a lot of your time today, but the value that is here is incredible. And, and I think that it shows leadership that there are outside sources. There's people that are going through similar things, but in different areas that may have experienced what you're, what you're experiencing right now, been there, done that type of thing but they're able to come together and even add to you like you were explaining. And I, I think the value in that is just off the charts. I mean, I don't think you can put a price on it. At least I now, can't. There are numerous occasions where you're going to bring something to somebody and they're like, listen, I've been there, done that. Here's, here's what I experienced. This is some valuable feedback, but I don't want to underplay that metaphysical thing, whereas mm. like w- w- nobody here has ever dealt with that. But let's ask questions. Let's brainstorm this and do the stuff out. that can come out of that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. There was times that we may have gone a little bit over what we were going to do for our mastermind that night, but that's because you're so focused and involved in that issue and, and the thoughts just start coming from everybody. And, and you just don't want it to stop. But then yeah. you have people like yourself who are in charge of this group going, all right, guys, <laughs> let's wrap <laughs> we need this to up. bring it in. So with that being said, I, I wanted to, again, thank you for, for being on the podcast, Cliff. It means a lot. And 
I wanted to take a minute to um, acknowledge you and all the things that you do. Um, you know, we touched a little bit on it, but you give of yourself more than a lot of people that I know. And it shows in your leadership and um, how many people seek you out for things. Um, you're on Clubhouse all the time. And I love when you do the Ask Me Anything segments because I, I love when I'm not driving or doing my own thing, I, I always click on that because it's intriguing to me to hear the things that people ask and then kind of like that mastermind watching it just kind of grow and, and come to fruition and see people, the light bulbs going off going, hey, yeah, that's right. I can do this or do this or this. I think you have a very special gift uh, God has given you and the ability to communicate and to make impact on people's lives. And uh, I want to thank you for being cognizant of that and allowing that to happen um, and um, being an example to other people like myself as to not only how to treat people, but how to encourage people and to see them succeed in, in the things that they want to do. So I just wanted to thank you for that. It is my sincere pleasure, and it is a gift that I am quite aware of that comes from God. I give him all that glory, and I'm just, I, 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 I feel like I'm living a dream to think that I get to do what I'm doing. I, I'll admit that I did a lot of things to get me to the place where I'm able to receive these blessings without resistance. Uh, there was a lot of limitations in my own mind that I had to get beyond. But oh my gosh, is it worth going through everything to get here? <laughs> I, I I love what I get to do. Knowing you, Chuck, is is among one of my highest pleasures in life. And I'm not just saying that to blow smoke because I'm on your podcast. Uh, because like I said, I have no experience with smoking anyway. But <laughs> but seriously, no, what I mean by that though is to be able to take somebody who is as successful as you are and and to have the opportunity to come alongside you for three years. Uh, and I mean, the things that we weathered together uh, is is amazing. Uh, we We both made it through the coronavirus. Uh, economy globally shut down your physical business. All, I mean, just all of the stuff. Yeah. Uh, but man, all of the all of the different things that we've been. It's just fun. I, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to witness your professional career, your professional growth. I use stories of what I've learned from you in my one-on-one -on -one coaching and in other people's hot seats still to this day. Wow. So everything that we've ever experienced together has always added to my, to my benefit as well. Thank you. You know, Cliff, I always end my podcast and I, I know that you've listened and I, I always ask if, if you or I, or you and someone you haven't seen in quite a while, we're going out to lunch and uh, we were having our conversation and, and you looked at me and you said, Chuck, there's this book you got to read, man. You've got to read this because of the impact it's going to make on you. What book would that be? What is well, you, it know, you would share with us? Well, you know me. I'm involved <laughs> in a lot of books. Uh, I've think bought and, a lot of those books. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I, think and Grow Rich is a book that if anybody's listening to this and you have not read that book yet, dude, what are you waiting for? Uh, you got to read that book. Another book I would say, Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. 
you it's, it's a must read. And another one that you must read, I believe, uh, and I, it just escaped me as soon as I as soon as I said that phrase. So psycho cybernetics oh, secrets of the millionaire mind by T. Mm. Harv Ecker. Good one. Um, it will help you break free from a lot of limiting beliefs about money and wealth in your life. And I want to share one quote from a book that I have not read all the way. I, it was mentioned in a mastermind group. All right. And I went and downloaded the sample off of Kindle and sent it to my to my device. I read the introduction. I read a little bit of the first chapter. And there is this one quote that blew my mind. And I'm like, OK, 13 bucks for this book or whatever it was. I'm buying it. So I bought it instantly. By the way, the rest of the book bored me to tears. Oh, no. All right. So here's the value. You don't have to read this book if you don't want to, to get this insight. Are you ready? The book is called Rest, Why You Get More Done When You Work Less by Alex Sujung Kim Pong. All right. Yeah. So here's what it says. When we define ourselves by our work, by our dedication, effectiveness, and willingness to go the extra mile, then it's easy to see rest as the negation of those things. Hmm. If your identity of work is yourself, when you cease to work, you cease to exist. <laughs> wow. It's the danger of not actually enjoying both good work and good rest. Wow. That's awesome. People oh. out there are afraid to die. And what happens is they've tied too much, especially as leaders, too much of their identity of who am I? What value do I add to the world? What worth do I add to the overall big picture? So much of that identity, so much of that worth is tied to work. And if you actually take time off work to rest and rejuvenate, you actually lose yourself. And this is the most dangerous thing I think leaders are facing today. Wow. Well, Cliff, I want to thank you for being on the podcast and I am going to have links in the show notes to those books. Um, also I'll have links to Cliff and how to get a hold of him, uh, especially if you're looking for coaching or mastermind groups and want to inquire even more on how uh, Cliff could help you with those. I will have that information in there. And like I said, I was part of, uh, this experience with Cliff for over three years. And, um, you know, it was three great years and, and it was something I really loved and something I enjoyed and I've taken a lot from. So I hope that um, this information today uh, has meant a lot to you and that you'll be able to follow up with Cliff on some of those things. Cliff, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we leave? I just thanks so much for this opportunity. It has been a tremendous pleasure if anybody enjoys hearing the way that I talk about things, the Cliff Ravenscraft show is my main podcast. Yes. I have lots of others, but just look for Cliff Ravenscraft and follow the Cliff Ravenscraft show. I would encourage you to check it out. Yes. And I'll have links to all that stuff. So again, thanks for being here. And I'm sure we'll have you on another episode of the language of leadership. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the language of leadership. This podcast is dedicated to help you navigate your leadership journey. 
you will learn the language and skills you need to be the leader you want to be. Remember, the language of leadership is an art. It is why your team wants to follow you. Take care.